Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. John J. Willemax, coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by oh, Chase. You have earrings in. I didn't notice that, Harry. Key, I'm not doing this with you today. No, I swear. I didn't know. I didn't know you had. I didn't. I didn't. This is the first. I don't lab you like that, homie. I don't be up on you like Jay up on you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now that he said it, I'm this, looking. I'm this like, this not even oh, okay. sounding right right now. This is, I'm not on you like Jay be up on you. Hold on now. Oh, so you got big you diamonds. Got, so you what? got big. You got solitaire. You got what, two carrots in each ear? Man, don't let these things fool you. These things come straight from Claire's, baby. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the only jewelry I wear real is my watch and stuff. You know, many things come straight from Claire's. What is, buy three, get three free. Stop playing well, with that. No, I'm saying they look good. I don't, you know, they look good on you. Key, buy three, get three free. Harry okay. was like, do I get a second home or the earrings? Uh, Which one? All right, I like home. the earrings. Bad, bad, bad <laughs> investment for athletes? Oh, yeah. The earrings? It's a waste of money. It's a waste yeah, of no, money. That, 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 that is. Waste of money. Yeah, I learned that a couple times. There are worse investments, though. At least they retain some value. You know what I mean? You could just loot, you know, have, buy something that doesn't have the value, right? So my yeah, watches, I'm going to pass down to my son. Right. You know what but I mean? But you right. also can lose those earrings when they're real. Insurance. Yeah, yeah but if you don't. They're going to drop you after. Yeah. Yeah, but if you don't get the insurance at the same time that you pick up the earring and you yeah. put it in your ear and then you lose it at training camp, oh. yeah, that's a different conversation. Oof. Or, or, even, or even you insure them for one amount, you know, five years go by. <laughs> you you kept them and now it's like oh you lost yeah, them. Yeah, people people <laughs> usually only insure things immediately as soon as they get it, right? Yeah, like as yeah, soon yeah. as you walk out, you put it in your ear. You're not insuring it. You're going and especially when it comes down to the athlete because the athlete they're not getting the jewelry typically from a normal like where you get it from. You get Harry Winston, you know, you get that exactly. stuff Max from from Harry Winston. The, the jewelry man comes to you mm-hmm. as an athlete and he comes to your hotel room yeah, yeah. Or, or comes to your home and he you know he's opening it up and at that point you picking what you want it's not like you actually going physically into a uh but that's a, not a how it's done store. in new york as you know key you go to the diamond district you go up into some warehouse type building you go through three security doors and they got a little they got a little uh you know they'll bring out a couple to, to let you see you? yeah 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 that's how that, that's how it works out here Key, sure. Key wouldn't know anything about that because by the time he was 18, he had jewelry people coming to see him. <laughs> well, 18, yeah, maybe maybe 20. So <laughs> Okay, protect USC. I see you, Key. <laughs> so I see you, Key. For all the flash and the just give me the damn ball, Key, you are an old school Bill Parcells style Get off my lawn. This is the way football no, is done. Yes, you are. That's in your, in your heart of hearts. That's what you are, an old curmudgeon. And when you hear so the latest fag come and too many people getting excited before they have not only done it once but done it again and again and again, 
You're not trying to hear it. Even when it turns out to be true, like in Patrick Mahomes' case, look, he did it for four years. But at first, you don't feel like he's earned it yet. You're not sure. You've seen flashes in the pan. You need to see someone do it again and again and again to earn it. I get it. But I'm here to tell you, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are not over. I didn't think Patrick Mahomes was overhyped back then. I don't think these two are overhyped right now. And in fact, if I had to start a team and – Obviously, Lamar Jackson, too, if he's healthy, and he has been until this past season. Based on age and everything, the four dudes I think of are Justin Her- or one Patrick Mahomes, Correct. and then Herbert and Burrow, and maybe after this year it'll be Lamar at the top of that list, but then Lamar. Those are the guys that I would start the team with. Is that overhyping them, Harry? No, no, no. I, I, I agree with you. I, I'm in the same boat. And when I look at a guy like Justin Herbert. And then Josh Allen. I, I don't think he could be overhyped because in the first two seasons that he's had, no one has had more touchdown uh, passes or, or yards. He won rookie of the year his second year. Now, granted, he hasn't been to the playoffs, but I, I will honestly sit up here and I, and I will go to my grave with this. The reason why I think they did not make the playoffs last year was because of Brandon Staley and, and, and some of the decisions that he made. Other than that, uh, they would have made the playoffs, and then they would have been scary as hell if they would have gotten into the playoffs. So I love Justin Herbert. I don't think he's overhyped. You talk about prototypical quarterback, size, arm strength, uh, um, speed. Yeah. You think about all those, those, those intangibles, I think he's right there. And I think we can't ignore Joe Burrow in his second year, taking a Cincinnati team and an organization that has just not been up to standards um, to what they probably would want to be over the last few years and taking them to, to the Super Bowl. And not only that, if it wasn't for Aaron Donald, possibly could have won the Super Bowl. So I, I don't think you can ignore that either. Lamar Jackson, I'm always rock and ride for him because he's a Louisville alum, and he can play the game of football at a very, very high level. He's been the MVP of the league. And then Patrick Mahomes, we all know his credentials. Yeah. See, I think, you, I think both of you guys are uh, misinterpreting what I'm saying about overhyped. They are very, very good football players that are going to play a long time in this league, break a lot of records, be amongst the, the best to ever do it. But when you go into a season and a team like the Los Angeles Chargers haven't been to the playoffs in quite some time, last time they was there was with Coach Anthony Lynn, they haven't gone in, in Justin Herbert's two years that he's been there. They barely, they, they almost got in by the skin of their chinny-chin-chin, or the chin-chin, skinny-skin-skin, or whatever you say. <laughs> you did it right the first they, time. <laughs> they, they almost got in. It didn't happen, though. They did no, not get no, in. He's right. So this whole notion of, they're getting ready to all of a sudden make this run in the AFC and go to the Super Bowl because of Justin Herbert is overhyped. Then you look at Joe Burrow, had a fantastic year last year. Him and Jamar Chase, record-breaking. They was rolling. Man, they could have lost about five games along the way if it wasn't for this or that. And then you look at the playoff game against the Raiders. The Raiders players are standing around as the play is still going on. He steps out of bounds, throws the ball back across his body, something that's always ill-advised with quarterback play, they score a touchdown. Yes, if it wasn't for Aaron Donald, maybe he gets out the pocket and he throws the ball to a wide-open Jamar Chase. But it did not happen, okay? Within that division, the Baltimore Ravens was winning the division, had the number one seed, and they fell apart. If Lamar Jackson was still on that field, would Cincinnati even make the playoffs? Would Cincinnati even be in that situation to win the division and go on? Maybe not. Probably not. But, Key, there is something But about... hold on one sec, Max. Yeah, yeah sorry. So to think that they're going to repeat 
the same thing from a year ago coming into this year is overhyped to me. You got to let it just calm down a little bit. Let's see where it goes. Talk to me in week six and seven. That's all I'm saying. Because you can talk to me about in week six and seven in Patrick Mahomes' second year as a starting quarterback. You can come to me in year week six and seven and be like, man, he's still doing the same things. Of course he is. I, I didn't mean to interrupt, Key, and I thought that what you just said at the end there was an important, an important thing to say. It makes a lot of sense to me. I, starting with what you started with, which is why I was champing at the bit to get in, was the Justin Herbert stuff. Justin Herbert, you're right about that. As much as I love that dude, he has yet to make the playoffs. Right, and it's so end he of the has day, to though. He has to this year. This year, so or, or, as much as I love to. him, there are no excuses. Nope. Make the playoffs. You're in a monster division. Have a better defense. Everyone's good, but you got everything you need. And the eyeball test, you, he passes with such flying colors. It's hilarious. Not since like when Patrick Mahomes hit the ground, it was like running. It was like, oh my god. But Herbert was almost the same. It was almost like the first time you saw him in the pros. It was like, what was that? Okay. What you said about Joe Burrow, Key, I'm curious. This is what I really wanted to ask you about just now. There, I, have, I have a thing where when Tom Brady's on the field, not only does his team believe he's the baddest dude, the other team believes it too. So you start to see even the Rams. I was so impressed with Stafford when he came back on the Bucks after the Bucks came all the way back to tie it in that playoff game and take the lead because – Usually, the other team chokes right there. The, by the way, even look at the Rams. They couldn't snap the ball. They couldn't hold on to the ball. I feel like Brady puts that pressure on the other team. You see it in all sports. Kobe put that pressure on the other team. All of a sudden, well, if Sacramento didn't turn the ball, yeah, because Kobe's on the other team. You're nervous. He, this dude is, you know, you know what's coming. Do you think Joe Burrow has that same effect? Because to me, it feels like, damn, they got, quote, unquote, lucky a lot, Right. But maybe that's because Joe Burrow's on that team. The other team is pressing a little. His team believes that's a bad dude. The other team thinks it too. So, so I will say this, and when it comes to luck, I think that's across the league, period. I, I don't think it's just for uh, this one team. Look at the Minnesota Vikings. They, look how many close games they, they won. They just didn't know how to win those games. The Cincinnati Bengals found out a way how to win yeah, those games. Because one team has Kirk Cousins, the other has Joe I Burrow. Know, but, uh, that, that's, <laughs> but that's every year in the league, though. But that's every year for the Vikings. You see what I'm saying? No, I, Key, you're right. We haven't seen Burrow do it again. Maybe I'm making too much of it. But if, but with Tom Brady, no, because he, of, no one gets lucky that much. Check this out. He's I, doing something. I was at the game when Joe Burrow sacked nine times versus the Tennessee Titans, and it didn't phase him one bit. It didn't phase him. Think, think about that now. How many times are you going to win a football game if you're sacked nine times in that game? But it didn't phase him one bit. No, he, he he certainly bounced back up. But if Ryan Tannehill don't get a ball to the damn Bengals, oh. man, they ain't even going to the Super Bowl. Let's, I agree with let's you there. be honest with each That's other. That's 100%. I don't care how much he was getting up off the turf and showing his moxie and his toughness. and uh, <laughs> That's cool. But if Ryan Tannehill doesn't get a ball to the other team, the, the Cincinnati Bengals are not moving on. That's just – uh, let's be honest. And it, it was the first play of the game. But guys like Tom Brady, guys like Tom Brady, the reason I tip my cap to Stafford is because here comes Brady. Your teams, if hey, if they, we could have easily been sitting here saying, let's be honest, if they could just hold on to the snap, uh, the you know, if, if the Rams could just hold on to the snap, the Bucks wouldn't have even won the Super Bowl this year, right? Or been in the Super Bowl. You, we could have been saying that, but instead, Stafford came right back on and made all the plays and won the game. There's something like Tannehill couldn't do it. 
He's not Matt Stafford, right? But if you had Joe Burrow, like maybe that has something to do with why Tannehill's I mean, feeling that pressure. You can't go cover zero with Cooper Cup on a lineup on a key. You know this. No, it ain't about going cover zero. You can't go cover you zero, man. You can't miss the defensive call. You can't miss the call if you're on defense. No, you. If you, you right. blitz and you hit the gap, you're gonna hit Stafford right in his damn chin, key, and no, it no, won't no, be no, any no, no. cover zero. I'll tell y'all this, but Matthew Stafford understood it was cover zero. Oh, but absolutely. If you, but if you back oh, up and you launch it up, because that's what quarterbacks are taught, and you one on one with a safety, your the best receiver. It was a bad take, defensive call. I take my chance. Luck. It was a bad defensive call. Luck is the residue of design, said Ranch Ricky, among others. <laughs> We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Could Lamar Jackson play week one without a contract? Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, and ESPN app, and ESPN2. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We've been talking a lot about overhype, underhype. He says if you don't win 15 straight Super Bowls, you're overhyped if we ever mention your name. <laughs> I say if you have one good pass, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. The truth probably lies somewhere in between, Harry. Um, are we ready to talk to... Uh, Jeremy Fowler, we are. And here he is. Hey. The great Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL insider with us. So, is Joe Burrow overhyped? Is he overhyped? A little bit only because, so I did this quarterback ranking in the offseason where I poll league execs and coaches, and he came in fifth, number five. So the league thinks very highly of Joe Burrow. Goes to a Super Bowl. So from that standpoint, like, the hype is legitimate, but... You know, we've got him comparing to Tom Brady already. It might be a little early for that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, if you're comparing them against Justin Herbert, I think those two guys are going to be going at it for a long time in the pantheon of quarterbacks. Uh, and it's fascinating because, you know, Burrow, he can beat you with his mind. Herbert can do that too, but he's, you know, the six six huge arm guy. So um, different styles. But I, I would say a little bit just because when you go to a Super Bowl that young, the expectation now is he's going to be back every year and he's going to be right there with Mahomes and Brady. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, and that and that's what I've been saying to, to Harry and Max. It's like people act like because he went deservingly so that Super Bowl visitation rights are like a pack of M&Ms. Everybody can get one. And it doesn't work like that. You've got to have a little bit of luck. You've got to be good all the way around. And to think that you're going to do it a second time after failing the first time in winning a Super Bowl, those teams in the AFC are going to get better. And, and, and they, they're gunning for you now. You're not going to creep up on them. So I just believe coming into this season, they're overhyped. Talent-wise, they're going to be around for a long time, like you said, Jeremy. They're going to set records. Hey, they're going to, we're going to be talking about them for a while. Key, do you think, uh, to me, and Jeremy, to me, the, and Harry, the, the, the test for me with Burrow is do they make the playoffs again? Like, if, if you got a, a quarterback like that and he's really special, then a lot of guys have excuses. A lot of teams have excuses. Yep. You're not going to win the Super Bowl, like Key just said. You're not going to even advance in the playoffs every year. But are you going to be there or not? My prediction is, yeah, they're going to get to the – somehow by hook or by crook, with all every all the different things, they'll get to the playoffs again. That's my bet. Yeah, and that was my thing. I, I didn't I, – honestly, I'll be – be quite honest with you, I don't think they're making the Super Bowl again. Right. Just because the AFC oh, is yeah. that tough and you have so many teams and anything can happen. And Key, you are I right. I dare you say that. Hey, but, Key, <laughs> but Key, you are right, though. Luck do plays a part in it. We don't know what their injury history is going to be this year as well. We see uh, teams get decimated by that. Look at the Baltimore yeah. Ravens last year, who was in first place before Lamar Jackson got hurt. So, But to get back to the playoffs, I think they'll get back. And I, I'm interested to see if they if they can win their first-round game um, if they don't get a box. I'm not just going to say they can't have the best record, but it's going to be tough. Very. But if they do have a box, can they win uh, the second-round game? If they don't, yeah. can they win the first-round game? Well, their first, their first six games are, are going to be, you know, I would say their first probably five out of seven, six out of seven games aren't going to be cakewalks. And, and look. Cincinnati deserved to be in the Super Bowl last year because they got there, they did everything they were supposed to do. If they get to a wild card game and then get to a second round game or something along those lines, let's have this conversation. But if they miss the playoffs oh, yeah. or something, I don't want to hear that. Oh, they were close. They won 10 games, didn't make it. I don't want to hear that. You know, it's funny about Cincinnati, though. The weapons around Burrow are legitimate because I do these camp tours, right? When I stopped in Cincinnati, most teams, when you ask them about their playmakers, like, yeah, we got these up-and-coming guys and we need good depth, and the Bengals are so loaded that when I asked Zach Taylor if he had any, like, sleepers or, like, up-and-coming guys, he had to look way down the roster and think of, like, an undrafted free agent who's looking for, like, the backup punter, punt return slot He's probably pretty job. good, by the way. Right, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. But uh, you have three legitimate wide receivers and Joe Mixon and all these weapons, like like they're set up for long term success. I don't know if it's going to come to fruition every year, but they're going to be right there. I wonder. I wonder how they're going to handle. The, did I mention that? I wonder how they're going to handle the T Higgins financial obligation that they're going to have to make with him because he's going to have to That's get. He's going to be a thirty million dollar receiver. They got two ones. You can't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Team. Whether whether they allow him yeah. to hit free agency, somebody's going to offer him. Top dollar. So that's why I wonder if Cincinnati's going to really be able to keep him and Jamar Chase long term. Yeah. Well, they got, I mean, they got uh, Higgins for two more years. I wouldn't. So, no, I wouldn't. one more year. No, this is it for Higgins. Well, he's, 
So he's got a four-year rookie contract, so he's been two this, years. This, this is his fourth year, right? No, this is third. His third year. Yes. This third. is his yeah, third yeah. coming so, up. So they got him But you bit. know you got to address that issue yeah. after this season mm-hmm. is what I was saying. That is exactly How, right. Yep. Yeah. They but do. I wouldn't. It's, honestly, it's if, if, if I had to make that decision, um, I'm going to pay Jamar Chase. I'm going to bank on that we yeah. can draft well. Right, we just right. hit on two guys in T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Right. I'm a bank that we can probably hit on another guy because I, I yeah. mean, I love that relationship between Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. and I'm not breaking that up. Me neither, Chase is that guy. Like Chase is going to be the next great he, one. I, I think he's going to be the best receiver in the game by the end of this year. But I may be overhyping him, as Key would say. Keyshawn Johnson, a wise man once told me that there's no such thing as a salary cap. That you figure out how to pay your guys. Not two receivers, keep... though, Max. Well, not, not I mean, receivers. is there a salary well, cap so or the not? Problem, the problem is not it, – it, the problem isn't figuring out to pay your guys. The problem is the organization in which you're dealing with. Yeah. The organization that you're dealing with doesn't pay cheap. your guys. Yeah, they're cheap. not their – Cheap with their well, coaches, everything. Cheap. Yeah. They're they just, are cheap. <laughs> they are just financially yeah. cheap. conscious yeah. in, in to what they – do that's all. They, if they could, if they listen, why do you think the Bengals head coach always is like uh, you know one of the lower paid dudes in the league because they want to spend money and dudes don't want to spend money, right? Like look at the Chiefs with Tyreek Hill. They had to make a business decision. The money got outrageous to the point where they probably could have done it, right? Yeah. But something else would have to give, and it would hurt the rest of the roster. So they make the decision to trade him. What? Like like the salary cap exists and it and it's invisible at the same time. Like it's it's both. Jeremy, we're talking about paying people in, in quarterbacks and all these sort of things. Yep. I stay in the same division. The Baltimore Ravens have yet yep. to uh, make a formal offer, so to speak, to Lamar Jackson. And I guess yep. if I'm Lamar, I'm not stepping my ass on the field week one without a contract. Nope. And I don't give a damn what nobody say, nor am I going to play yep. my game until 2023 to try to get a new deal and run up the price. What should Lamar and the Ravens be doing right now? Well, they're still talking. I was told the Ravens have at least come up a little bit in the last few weeks. Since that Kyler Murray deal went down and sort of uh, reignited the quarterback market, they have tried. They are trying. It's my understanding is there's a gap in the structure of it, the guarantees of it. You know, Lamar, I don't know the exact numbers he's looking for, but from what I've heard, it's, you know, he, he's kind of going for that Deshaun Watson line of thinking, right? There, there's a comp out there for a quarterback getting 100% guarantees. So um, you'd rather that than, say, 40% or 50% guarantees. So I think Lamar is looking for that kind of structure uh, that's going to lock him up to some guaranteed money down the road. I just don't know if Baltimore's going to get there and be able to do that comfortably knowing that they got the franchise tag next year. I I think it's going to play out that way. I don't know. I just... I've always kind of felt that this could really drag out and go year to year because Lamar is willing to bet on himself a little bit and get to that point where, you know, I mean, imagine if this guy's a free agent, he would kill it. And next year, the franchise tag, if it's an exclusive tag, it would be like 40 million or so. It would be a pretty big number. So he could make, what, 63 million over two years, which isn't what he would make if he got a long term deal now, but pretty good. And then, you know, he could hit it huge in the future. Yeah, if, if, if I'm pass. Lamar, uh, first of all, I'm not stepping foot on the field. Um, but I'd never sit up here and disrespect him because he's betting on himself. Me yeah. personally, I just wouldn't do that. Yeah. But Me either. <laughs> yeah, but if he would have listened to us, he'd have signed for $125 million, you know, a year ago or six months ago. And as it stands, he's going to double his money. Well, no, I, I, but Max. I'm not taking anything less than Deshaun. Deshaun Watson. You know what it reminds me of, Harry and, and Key and J- Jeremy? It reminds me so much of the Aaron Judge situation. Yeah. This will wind up costing the Ravens 
Mark my words, 50 to 100 million more than yeah, they would have paid it, by dragging their feet. And, and, that, may, and that, may be, that may be true, though, Max, but the Aaron Judge situation and the Mookie Betts and the Juan Soto's and all that, it's a different game. No, no, I get it. Yeah. Just the, in the, the sense the, that— I, I cannot, nor will I— Step foot no, no, yeah, yeah, on a yeah, field yeah. trying to prove to you again but you're not Lamar. that I'm worth Deshaun Watson money. But you're I'm not, not doing it. You're not Lamar. You've Lamar. got four years of film yeah. to make that determination on me. Yeah. Let me ask I'm you something. Cool. Let me ask you something. If Lamar Jackson goes out, and I think this can change perception. I think our perception of Lamar is a little bit skewed yeah. because he was having the best year of his career, in my opinion, until he got hurt. All considering all you things, think? I year? thought there were three separate weeks. He was the best football player on the planet Earth. Yeah, he was three separate weeks. The last three or four games. Yeah, but he had no one on the team, I mean, and they yeah. still had the best record in the AFC. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. he was great. Okay, if he stays healthy a full year, playing just like Aaron Judge, motivated, chip on his shoulder, fully healthy, he could wind up winning the MVP and winning the Super Bowl MVP, right? Like, that could happen this year. If that happens, and he bets on himself, and he plays the whole season, and he took that risk, and Deshaun Watson, with all his off-the-field problems, a year ago got 230 guaranteed, it's going to cost you not a penny under quarter billion. Max Lamar, as you're sitting in the training room, (laughs) getting ready for practice, don't listen to I'm not suggesting he do it, Key. I think he will do it. That that would not be my advice, but but because I think that's what's going to happen. Well, he's like we've talked about this before. Him just waiting over the last year and not just signing any old deal has made him tens of millions of dollars because he's just letting the market go, you know, drip upward, right? And so that's going to happen again. And then somebody else will blow it up. (laughs) I, I wouldn't step on the field either, but. I think he shouldn't listen to any of us because we've all been giving him yeah. advice. Sign now, sign now, sign now. And, and, and he's made money just by waiting. Yeah. Sign now. <laughs> he's like, don't play with $100 million plus. That's Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL insider. Thank you, Jeremy. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Why one draft pick might have been a huge mistake for the Packers. That's not Malibu. What the heck? What is it? That's not Malibu. <laughs> No, you could see. Well, uh, wait a minute. No. No, the beach is too... What? It's like New Jersey or something. There's Malibu, Jay. Look, got, there's Jay running on the beach. They got those little shacks in Malibu. Cost you $10 million bucks for a little shack with right the, there, with, right next to another shack. With the water that clean, that's New Jersey? No shot. <laughs> no shot. Yo, it's not like the water in Malibu is super clean. I'm saying, I, I bet it's cleaner than Jersey. I don't know, Max. Key, they that, dump sewage in Santa Monica. What are we talking? It's the same beach, basically. Yeah, that no, water, I'm, that I'm water talking about, was not nearly brown enough to be New Jersey. Not clean, <laughs> not clean in terms of the what's in it. I'm talking about the look of it because I'm not oh, getting yeah. in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not getting in Malibu. Uh-uh. I'm not getting in, in any no. water out. It uh, nowhere Gotta around. Go all the way to Cape Cod oh, to get in the water. Man, nowhere yeah. in the United States will I be getting in the water. So it doesn't. Well, matter nowadays, anyway. by the way, on the East Coast, nowadays there are sharks in the water. Look, last, last... Well, there's always been sharks in the water. Yeah, but more now than ever before because of uh, climate change. In the sh- shallow end. It, listen, last summer in the Hamptons, right, mm-hmm. my daughter was in the water 20, uh, 20 feet from a 10-foot great white. Saw the dorsal fin and everything. Everyone had to get out of the water. 20 feet from a great white. Dang, you got to have a different bank account to be in the Hamptons like that. Well, you know, know, you're talking about Max Kellerman and Horse. I mean, like, this guy's been doing radio and TV for 40 years. That's right. No diamond earrings. 
<laughs> he he, he blew all his money on Dodgers jerseys. Look at this, and Dodgers sweatshirts. Right, man. Well, I mean, come on, That's man. Right. Well, you, That's a special Blue Dodgers. Wrecking crew, baby. That's a special Dodgers sweatshirt. Key, key, a you, think, bucks. you think the Dodgers are going to win it this year? You know, I think they are, but who knows, man? It's baseball. You, you, could, you could run the regular season, have the best record, yeah. and get in and get bounced. So, I mean, you, you, did, you did see what it's happened last year, though. I, I mean, okay, I can't, Atlanta, I, can't remember, I can't remember who they lost to, though. Okay, I, the Braves. Can, can yay, you tell me? Oh, ooh, they lost to the yay, Braves. Yay, Atlanta. Yay, good for you. Don't, don't, don't get upset about it. Don't do that. Don't do that. I didn't do nothing. I just said yay for Atlanta. I'm happy yeah, for them. Right, Max? We're happy for the Braves. They won. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no one even talks about them. They won, and no one talks about them. Harry, it's true. Like people don't even remember that they won the like, even I hate In Atlanta, it's a big deal because that's why I'm here now. Because there were, but like Atlanta had such good teams in the late '90s with at the best pitching staff you're ever going to see. Yeah, and all those years, company. they won one World Series. So for Braves well, they fans, ran to the Yankees, Clavin and everybody, <laughs> yay! Wait, then wait. I think it was one year. It was what Toronto? They lost to Toronto. Yeah, no, they didn't beat the Yankees for the World Series. No, no, they, no I say they lost. To yeah, the twice. But they we, ran into a when you talk about team. when you talk about the Braves in the nineties, you don't even talk about the Braves. You talk about Dion, no That's Maddox and Glavin and, and Smoltz. You talk about Prime. Prime is the only Prime is the only reason you even mention the Braves. I understand Glavin and Smoltz and those guys. I get it, but the only reason you even mention the damn Braves is because of Prime. Well, I will that say is this. so and he didn't even win a, and he didn't even win the championship Chip, with him. Chipper Jones told me they had a nickname for the outfield called Soul Patrol. <laughs> it was him, Dion, and I, I can't remember who was the third person. Uh, was it David the, Justice? Uh, David, David Justice, Justice maybe? Justice. Yeah, David, David Justice. Justice. Yeah. Their nickname was the Soul Patrol. I'll tell you what. I'll they were good. Look, the Chipper Braves Jones, were good. Player. Yeah. The Braves were good. No question about really it good. back then. They were good. But, Susan, you talked about prime, man. Let's be honest. No, you know what the real Braves, you know what prime, the Braves problem was back then, really, Harry? Yankees had Mariano Rivera, and the Braves didn't. Close that was up. the whole difference. Now, if they would have had Mariano Rivera, they would have won the World Series. Figure a way to get the year. Yankees in this conversation. That's right. I just love it. <laughs> How likely is it that Jordan Love takes the throne from Aaron Rodgers at some point, guys? Like when when they had Aaron Rodgers backing up Brett Favre, Brett Favre started causing trouble. Bye, Brett. We got Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers started causing trouble, they were like, "Aaron, please, please don't go." What does that say about Jordan Love, Key? See, I, I think that. The, the timeline is a little off, Max, because when Brett Favre decided that he wanted to explore options and whether or not he wanted to stay, go, retire, all that, that went on for a period of time. That wasn't one year. That was one year. Aaron Rodgers did this for one year. Oh, well, I don't know. They need to tell me what to do. They need to work with me. And then they said, okay. He did it one time, one year, and that was it. He didn't do it two and three and four. Brett Favre had a nice four-year run of my toes are in, my toes are out. I'm going to go to the quarterback room. Well, today I'm going to relax. It was a game that was being played for a period of time. Aaron Rodgers hasn't done that. So eventually they got tired of dealing with Brett Favre and said to themselves, you know what? Go on, man. We'll just roll with this kid that we like, that we think has the potential. We can see him every single day. But that was four years in. It hasn't been that way for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers four years in. I think that Jordan Love's career is going to go like this. He's going to run his course on his rookie deal because it's not much money. They're going to then extend him because his market is going to be so down. They're going to extend him again for very little money for a quarterback. And then he'll eventually take over 
and get his opportunity at the quarterback spot for the Green Bay Packers because in the free agent market, there won't be any money for him and no real landing spots. And then the trade value isn't there, and they've developed him along the way, so they might as well keep him. So here's my question to that, though. Like, at what point is that going to happen? And if you're Jordan Love as a competitor, you don't want to just try to go somewhere else and try to win a starting job because you know you're not going to get it here in Green Bay. No, because, see, look, think about it, Harry. This is his third year, right? Yeah. So he's going to be the backup this year. Yep. Third year. Next year is his fourth year. They've got to pick up his fifth-year option. option. Let's assume they say we won't pick it. I don't know what the number will be, but I'm sure it'll be high. Let's assume they say we're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. They don't pick up the fifth-year option. Now, after his fourth year, he's an unrestricted free agent. There's no value for him. Mm-hmm. Where's the value at? The best place to be is a place that already knows you. Correct. Now, let's assume Aaron Rodgers is still there. Okay, he can sit behind Aaron Rodgers again. They give him a two- to three-year kind of extension. He's already in the system. They already know what he could do. If he decides to pick up and go to Seattle, then he's got to learn the system. The head coach may retire. I mean, it's just too complicated. But you're talking about Jordan Love like he has options. I, from what no, I've I'm seen, giving him options. No, but what I'm saying is, I look, I don't think Jordan Love is that good. I, I, I like Trey Lance. I don't know a ton about him, but I know more well, about him than you Trey Lance. Watched that game last right, year against I, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I, I can't knock you for not thinking that. Right. Like so, with Trey Lance, at least there have been flashes where you go, that guy may have some high end stuff. I haven't seen that from Jordan Love. He looked yeah, but Jordan Love, okay Jordan Love made a couple best. passes in the Kansas City game that you didn't there, see dude. the body language he of those wide receivers. Yeah, but Keith, but the, but if I if you go from Matt Ryan to me at quarterback, you gonna have bad body language too. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a not only I'm a probably cuss you out too, Key. Yeah, see, but that's they, what I'm saying. They had bad body language. I bet when when Aaron Rodgers was throwing him the ball, backing up Brett Favre. See what I'm saying? Like, like Jordan I don't Love. Know that. Jordan Love. They spent a fifth. They spent a first round pick, mid first round pick on Jordan Love when really Rodgers needed a little more help to get over the top. Jordan Love, to me, if they say, "Hey, is that is that guy that dude?" I would say, "Nope." Do you think he's ever going to be? My honest answer is no. I don't. Like, like if I have to be honest about Daniel Jones, I'll tell you the same thing. I, I see what he is. Maybe he could be good. He's never going to be great, right? Like that's how I feel about Jordan Love. It just is. How are you going to say? No, okay, we got to get out of here. I'll spend 40 minutes Gee, on you must chewing defer, your ear off. You must defer to all my years in the NFL and all of my experience. I'm sorry. What should we expect from Trevor Lawrence this season? That's the question, Key. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for J today. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for J today. Mike DeRocco is uh, ESPN Jaguars reporter. Sorry, Mike DeRocco joins us now. Worst person with names who ever lived. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Good. What's happening, Mike? Not much. How are you guys up there? Man, we fired up. We can't wait for the regular season to start so we can get a real true assessment of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Max, and uh, mm. Trevor Lawrence. And so far, how's Trevor Lawrence looked at camp? Uh, he's had a really, really good camp. Uh, he's only thrown one interception, uh, and that came on a ball that Evan Ingram should have caught in the end zone. It kind of went right through his arms. Uh, he's been much more... Uh, confident and much more in control of the offense than he was last year, which is sort of expectable or expected because, you know, he was a rookie coming in trying to figure out how to play in the league and learn a new offense. But, you know, with Doug Peterson's offense here, he seems to really fit it pretty well. And, and he's been, I mean, he's throwing the ball as good as I've ever seen him. And, and that's what he said earlier in camp too, that he feels like he's throwing the ball the best he did. Mike, what are your early thoughts on Doug Peterson as a head coach down there in Jacksonville? Well, he's 180 degrees from Urban Meyer, which is exactly what the franchise needed at this point. Um, you know, look, we, we know he won a Super Bowl, but the thing about it to me that makes it even more impressive is he won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Uh, and people in Jacksonville saw how Nick Foles was after that, I mean, he just was not very good here. Uh, it, it was one of the worst signings in franchise history. And he's a guy that's played in the league, and he hired a bunch of guys around Trevor Lawrence that have played in the league. Mike McCoy, uh, or played quarterback, excuse me. You know, Jim Bob Cooter, Press Taylor, they all played quarterback either in the NFL or the collegiate level. So he's got a bunch of guys around him uh, that, uh, you know, you put in place with your quarterback, your young quarterback, he should thrive. But Peterson has been – the players coach, you know, he has a rep as a players coach and these guys have really embraced it, but he's been tight or tough with them when he's had to. And he's worked them pretty hard uh, in camp. You know, they're going to go live, I think on Monday in camp uh, after this weekend's game. And they had a live session last week too. So, 
you know, it's uh, it, he's just the right guy that they needed at the right time. Somebody with some success that has experience in the NFL that can develop quarterbacks. It, it's been a great fit so far. You can have a great quarterback. You can have a great offense. But one thing you cannot have in the National Football League is a weak defense. And Trayvon Walker is right there in the mix of things. How do you think he'll help this defense out? Yeah, I mean, he's just a physical freak. I mean, the height, the weight, the speed. The athleticism, it's everything you want in a guy right there. Um, he, he's pretty raw as a pass rusher, uh, which you would expect because he didn't really play that outside linebacker position at Georgia. He's more of an inside rusher there. But, you know, it'll give teams somebody to worry about on the other side of Josh Allen, uh, who had 10 and a half sacks as a rookie, but just 10 sacks in the 24 games since. And teams have been able to really kind of concentrate on just stopping Josh Allen as a pass rusher. They haven't had to worry really about anybody else. But with Walker on the other side, that should open some things up a little bit more for Josh Allen and and some of the other pass rushers too, like a guy like Arden Key, who they signed as a free agent, uh, and a guy like Dewan Smoot, who has sort of been their second-best pass rusher uh, over the past couple of years. So hopefully, if you're the Jags, you're getting some balance on the other side to kind of free some other guys up. Yeah, I would say in that 3-4 defense, uh, especially the th- uh, defense that ends those three techs and that zero tech is, uh, as the nose tackle is going to be very key as well. But when I look at um, you have Josh Allen, then you drafted Trayvon Walker, but then you look at the two linebacker positions, they brought in Foyer Lewikin. I'm very familiar with him playing with the Falcons, and, and I actually thought that was a hell of a signing. But then they, you draft a Devin Lloyd, who arguably was the best uh, linebacker in college football last year. I think they have some promise, but what do you think they are from those three techs, those, those two defensive end positions in the nose tackle position? Yeah, you know, they brought in Foley Fadakasi um, to, from the Jets to kind of help shore up the run defense. Um, and, and, and Arden Key is going to be a guy that's going to play up there a little bit too. Um, you know, they've got some veteran guys, but they're really kind of counting on some young guys to, to come through as well. You know, Devon Hamilton, who they took out of Ohio State several years ago, has not really kind of come into his own yet. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be dealing, uh, relying on Jay Tefele, who they took uh, last year, and he really kind of had an up-and-down year. You know, he was battling an injury all year. So they, they need some of these young guys to come through. And, and a guy who's actually really been – uh, pretty steady for them, starting with the back half of last year's Roy Robertson Harris, and he has been, um, he has flashed a lot of plays here in camp. So they've got some experienced guys, but they really need those young guys to start developing and to start coming along and start emerging, because you've got to obviously have that rotation in there, and you don't want that much of a drop off when you bring that second group in. ESPN Jaguars reporter Mike DeRocco, before we let you go, and we know you have. Uh, information to find and reporting to do. Before we let you go, I'd like to play you something from the great Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, of course, on Get Up. Listen to his bold prediction and please react to it. My bold prediction is that the Jacksonville Jaguars make the playoffs. I know Damian Woody told me earlier in this show that I was nuts, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to just explode this year. I think Doug Peterson is a a great coach and exactly the right coach that they need and and a massive, massive upgrade, obviously, over what they had last year. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars uh, made some noise. Okay, it was a bold prediction, Mike. That was the assignment. What do you think? Well, I love Graz. Let's get that out there first. But I concur with Damian Woody. I don't see it. Um, they will be better for sure. Uh, it'd be hard for them to be worse. 
Um, but they're still young in a lot of spots. They're still not, um, you know, there's still not a lot of playmakers on this team. And, and we're counting on, uh, if you're the Jags, you're counting on that young defense, of, uh, young defense, especially those linebacks that they brought in to really make a significant impact. So they've got to get all these things go right defensively for them to have success. Um, I just think that they're a six, seven win team. Uh, you know, they play the AFC West this year. So that's, that's, uh, you know, four losses for this team already before we even start the season. So I, I, if this were next year, I'd be all in with Dan, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Damian Woody on this. I think he's crazy. Mm. So just, Dan Graziano, <laughs> Dan, Dan Graziano, dumb and a bad person, according to Mike DiRocco. I didn't know if you needed to make the ad hominem attack, Mike. That I don't, think he's, I don't think he's dumb. Absolutely. I don't think he's a bad person. But listen, I asked you for your opinion, and so and so there it is. Thank you, Mike DiRocco. Appreciate it, man. He just conceded Thanks, those four losses in the AFC West, though. He's like, ah, they're going to those four losses. <laughs> I mean, but let's put it this way, Key. A division you don't want to have to play. Yeah. If you got to play, it, I, the last one I would pick would be the AFC West. Especially it's so, it's, it's so funny, though. Yeah. Yeah. The AFC West is going to be a dud. Watch. Yeah, right. Just cause, like, yeah, yeah, it's going to wind up being a dud. Of just because every time something is hyped up like that, it turns out as a dud. Well, also, like, when you look at a schedule – what looks like a real tough schedule early when you think your team isn't that good and you've overrated a few teams, then halfway through the season you're like, oh, yeah, that schedule is not that bad. A lot of it has to do with what you think about yourself, perception, of you know. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Harry. And Douglas. Max. And Max. It's and Max ever since you guys won that two-on-two. Then it was and Max. Um, which New York Giant has the most on the line this season? Let's get to the stuff I really care about now. New York football Giants. That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Willemax, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.